0: Welcome, welcome to the Gate Seven International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football.
1: The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year.
0: When I I spoke with Kevin, if I gonna sign or no for Olympiacos, it's a crazy good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, You're sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: what's happening everybody welcome to another episode of gate 7 international your number one english source for all things olibiakos we're back Mid-season camp in Spain is over. Today we had the first serious game of the winter, let's say, going into the second half of the season. Olympiacos put four goals past Adromedos. That's the first time we've done that this season. We have not scored more than three goals in a game and today we put for Pasadromidos in the first round, uh, rather first leg, sorry, of the lo- round of 16 Greek Cup. Jesus Christ, I, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. I can't
1: speak properly. Costa, how are you doing, man? I'm good, my friend. All the better uh, to for being with you. Uh, don't worry. I also mix my English, my Greek, my everything. Uh, very glad to be here with you. An incredible result. I feel like confidence is coming back. And I'll be honest with you, like, I have a feeling that it's game on now. Like, Ike, Pauk, Panathinaikos, they can underestimate Olympiakos at their own peril. I'm very excited, and I'm excited because finally Greek football might be might actually be It might actually be entertaining. If Olympiakos pulled this off, that's going to be the biggest comeback in Greek football history. I believe, and I'm going to finish with this, we are set for the most exciting playoffs in Greek football history. And I really hope it's at least a three-horse race because then it's going to be so entertaining for everyone involved.
2: Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's something that I've spoken about before. Uh, you asked me, I think, the last time we were on together whether I think well, Olympiakos yeah. can do it. I said, I think I think we can, based on what I saw during during the mid-season camp, the friendlies. Okay, they're just friendlies, but... We'll get into it more. We'll get into more analysis about the game today. Uh, before we do that, as usual, I see some uh, like fans already coming in uh, with comments. TF91, hi guys, missed you a lot. Missed you too, mate. Thanks for thanks for joining us.
1: We uh, missed you, TF91. We missed you. You didn't miss us, we missed you. That's how it she, is.
2: You know, You know, when you just called him TF91, you made him sound like a Star Wars droid. TF ninety one. Maybe he, he a is. A maybe are he you is. A droid, a, you know. Maybe he identifies as
1: a right? droid. If it, maybe he identifies as a droid, I don't know. And uh, who am I to judge?
2: Sure, sure, sure. Now, but guys, um, thank you for joining us tonight on uh, on another show. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that like button at the bottom there. It really helps getting the episode out to uh, other Rudy Biagos fans around the world. If you're new joining us for the first time, subscribe for more content. Uh, go check out our channel we've got some great interviews some nice vlogs from games that we've been to as well but but okay let's um oh wait sponsors betus.com yes, uh, there's two more games of the world cup left we've got some really really good lines at betus.com uh, .pa you can find uh, more information on their website and you can use our code gate7intl and you get um, for the first time when you sign up you use the code you get 125 percent bonus on the amount that you put in on your on your first time using the platform Uh, go ahead and use that if you're a betting man or woman and uh, don't forget um, bet responsibly please guys okay and also a big thank you to our our sponsors who've been with us from the beginning Piraeus International, you can visit them at piraeusintl.com as it's shown on the screen there. If you need to ship anything from Greece to the States or anywhere else, uh, Piraeus International are your folks. Right, Gosta, let's get into this game. Um, I'm going to hand it over to you, but before, I think for me, the main thing is that the smiles are back. The smiles are back on the players of the, I mean, on the faces of the players, the smiles are back in the stands and you know I'm smiling again and I'm 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 so silly smiling today that I'm also wearing my shirt backwards. Um, <laughs> for those of you that are watching on screen, I mean you can you can see it's Marcelo.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. and I do have a question. It's funny you're wearing a Marcelo shirt because you and I have something to discuss, don't we? Oh yeah, go on. What do we have to discuss? I am, I am, I, I'm having suspicions here.
0: There's, yeah. I don't
1: think you've been totally honest with me. You haven't been honest with Ari. You haven't been honest with Labor and Marcial. You haven't been honest with our fans. And I will get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> Stay, tuned. To Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Costa. has got something juicy. I got something juicy, and Costa has some has some has some talking to do about uh, a certain Marcelo right now.
2: I'm what you don't what suspicious. you don't
1: know about Costa and Marcelo. And Marcelo, not or Marcelo, or slash Marcelo, and Marcelo. We'll get to it, but, you know, let's take the whole thing uh, from the top. A huge win for Olympiacos. As you said, Olympiacos haven't uh, haven't picked up a, a win like that at the Karaiskaki for a very long time. A, a, a signature Karaiskaki win, dominant 4-1 victory for Olympiacos, who started with Kostas, Jolakis so like in goal. Marius Brusai at right back. Uh, Marcelo making his first start under Mitzel, first start ever at left-back, Retzos and Doi at center-back, and Vila Sami in midfield, Agipu Kamara, I believe, was the number 10 with Biel and Fortunis on the wings, if I'm not mistaken, and Bakambu played up front. Now, Olympiakos started really strong uh, in this match. Uh, just after two minutes, Biel missed uh, a good opportunity with his uh, shot, just missing the bottom right corner of Andreas Yagnotis. That was a warning of what was coming. But on the fourth minute, Atromitos showed some, uh, started showing some teeth, uh, as they almost stand the Yorius Kareskaik Stadium when YD Kehrida delivered a cross from the right and Gaitan Robai failed to finish in front of open goal. But Olympiacos opened the scoring after seven minutes, and that was Biel, of course, driving the ball forward and beating Dagnotes with a clinical shot. As I said, there was a warning from Biel this time; he didn't miss. And, uh, at, but on the ele- but uh, after eleven minutes, Atromitos responded. This time, Robai made, made up for his earlier miss with a fantastic cross from his free kick, found Vidar Kjartansson, who beat Zolaikis with an absolutely clinical header. Oliviaco showed some uh, serious defensive problems in the first half, and that showed from uh, Atromitos' counterattacks on, in the half-hour mark when they almost turned this around, uh, but Robai uh, couldn't finish uh, in front of uh, Zolaikis, who, who, uh, who denied him with his foot. Olympiacos then, on 42 minutes, missed their biggest chance of the match when Fortunis, who is regaining his old form after a, a fantastic midseason, found Broussaint down the right, and he delivered a pinpoint cross that Bakambu failed to, uh, to score with a header in front of open goal. First minute of stoppage time, another deadly counterattack by Atromtos. That's a problem for Olympiacos in defense. There was not a lot of li- defense and midfield. They were not in sync, at least in the first half. Again, they put together a stunning counterattack and Robay failed to beat Zolaikis one-on-one as he tried to chip it over the Greek keeper who palmed, him away, palmed it away with ease. But in the second half, the Marcelo show began on 49 minutes when Olympiacos' biggest transfer this summer scored a fantastic goal, his, uh, his first goal with his bad foot, his right foot. 54th minute. Uh, Olympiacos thought, thought they got their third when Fortunes delivered a stunning through ball for Gary Rodriguez down the right, who set up uh, Cedric Bakambu in front of goal. Uh, he didn't miss it this time, but then again, Gary was found just inches offside. 63rd minute, uh, we Olympiacos got their, uh, got their goal uh, with uh, El Arabi this time, another player who's regaining his old form as uh, after a fantastic mid-season, Fortunis tried a shot that deflected and set up El Arabi, who beat Janotis with a difficult shot as he took it mid-air. And at the 65th minute, the Marcelo show continued. This time, Biel played through a fantastic ball for the Brazilian, who drove it forward uh, from the left, if I remember correctly, it was from the left, and he kept the ball in the air and beat Janotis with a stunning shot from a tight corner. That was the first time Marcelo scored a brace ever in his career. Olympiacos tried for a fifth, 70th minute, Rodriguez moves the ball forward and plays a beautiful pass down the left from where Biel shoots, but just misses the bottom left corner. And finally, James Rodriguez came on, tried on one of his fantastic shots from the edge of the from the edge of the area, but the denied him with an amazing uh, dive on his right and saved it from his uh, bottom right corner. Well,
2: there you have it. That's a great overview of everything, pretty much everything that happened during the game today. Uh, from the first minute to the last, from Costas Llanos. Uh, somebody just reminded me, yeah, there is a basketball game going on right now. Lubiakos also playing Asbel wow. in Lyon. The score is 74-75. <laughs> That's incredible. We've, do- we've done it again in basketball. We've managed to make uh, a seemingly easy game into a, into a derby. There are 23 seconds left and it's 74-75. Uh, Yanis La- is giving us a go ahead bucket just a few seconds ago. Uh, if somebody's watching that live on TV, can you please let us know the final outcome? What happens? I see that there are two seconds left. I'm not sure if there's another timeout, but the score is 74 75 in Leon. Olibiagos a second in the Euro League, and Asvel are towards the bottom of the Euro League table. Um I'm getting anxious now. It's really a game that we should be winning after after beating Fenerbahce, top of the table team at SEF earlier in the week. Uh yeah, guys, please somebody keep me informed. Um if we if we don't win, don't say anything. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Um on another note, guys, there is um there is a vote going on as usual on the channel if you're following live on youtube you can vote man of the match we've put three options or rather other four options for you marcelo costa Fortunis, and um, pep Biel and mm-hmm. other uh, i can see already that this is a two horse race between marcelo and Fortunis. surprise surprise if you haven't put your votes in already guys put your votes in costa and i are going to talk about man of the match later on mm-hmm. towards the end mm-hmm. of this segment Absolutely. as always as always on these post-matches um I mean let, let, let's let's get into analysis and I'm sure today like everyone everyone wants to talk about Marcelo don't they of course absolutely what what, what what can we say about this guy I mean the first half was uh, if you go on social media, like at the end of the first half or during the first half, and you see some of the comments, I mean, like you said, Costa, that was the first time Marcelo started this season for Libyacos. For and just to, just to remind people, a few weeks ago, there was talk that Marcelo was going to leave the club. Mm-hmm. Um, a really kind of embarrassing situation for the mm-hmm. club to be in, frankly speaking. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling that he would start today. I was pretty certain. It's a home match, first leg. You know, there's another leg as well. It was less of a risk, so I, I, I was pretty sure he was going to start today. And I think a lot of a lot of people obviously like focus on his his physical appearance, his mm. uh, his fitness. The fact that okay, he doesn't have the same amount of the same ability to run back and forth as he did it, it, yeah, earlier on in his career, but I have to say that I think the, the team kind of exposed him as well. Is that, I mean, you felt like Atromito certainly had instruction to attack down our left hand side in the first half. Every time we lost the ball, every time they went into a transition like counter attack, they went down our left side and we were completely exposed. Like they cut through us like a knife through butter too many times in the first half. That was because Marcelo got caught forward, but Kasami was overloading as well he was getting caught forward as well and then you've got Biel that was playing on paper as a left winger but wasn't in that position and you know the shape of the team was a bit shambolic when when transitioning from offense back to defense and we were exposed too many times and yeah that's Marcelo's position to cover the left back he needs to track back but I think there's a, there's a real issue here with Marcelo in the sense that we know he can't really do that anymore. He can't get back as quick as he used to. So if you want to get the best out of him, if you want to get things from Marcelo, like the two goals today, the two assists against, uh, who was it? um Standard Liège. Yes, Standard Liège. If you want to get... Marcelo's quality on the ball and what he brings to the team and build up and take advantage of that in a game, you need to set your team up accordingly. So, I think I said it the last time you and I talked. I think the partnership of Kasami and Mvila is too heavy. I think that Kasami is a player that's better suited further up the pitch. Uh, We saw it today, but he didn't cover him. He didn't cover him, then we're exposed. Uh, th- and there's a real issue there. So that, that, that for me is the issue with, with Marcelo that we need to bear in mind. God forbid, like he, I mean, the guy's quality on the ball is absolutely beyond any shadow of a doubt. The goals today were just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, said it, I said it to you over text. I think the last person I remember to score goals like that from from a wing-back position,
1: Grigoris Yorgatos. And what did I respond? What did I, I respond? This, <laughs> 2009 Ike Athens, yeah. that fantastic goal that reminded us of Vasilis Karapialis against Panathinaikos in 1999. You haven't seen those goals? YouTube them. Right now, YouTube them. We'll wait. Mano, did we lose? Oh, for
0: fuck's sake.
1: No, I think so. Oh, yeah.
0: Well,
1: erdome deftar, erdome Buzzer beater, according to... <sighs> That's so Libyagos. That's they've so, been really Libyagos. good. They've been really good though, haven't they?
2: Yeah, they've been good, but it's just a typical loss away from home against uh Asvel. We haven't we haven't had a good record against them. And yeah. let me guess, what was it? A three pointer De Colo? Anyway, oh, for God's sake. We were 20 points ahead in the oh anyway. Just an, another, another slap, slap to the face for
1: the basketball team. Come on, let your inner Barzoka out. Let your inner Barzoka out. Let it out. Let it no, out. I'm, I'm, Let's, I'm, go I'm, I'm... Let's go viral. Let's
2: go viral. Anyway, we were talking about Marcelo. Where's Labros when you need him? I think the, just one more thing I want to say about Marcelo. You look at, you look at the way... Everyone reacted to the, the first goal. Just like literally everyone on him, everyone goes to him. I think that that says a lot about what he means mm-hmm. to the to the team, to the players, like the dressing room, etc. Um, again, man, like for what it's worth, it's like okay, I don't think he can contribute in Europe. We're not in Europe anymore anyway. We don't know if he's gonna stay next season. But for what it's worth, like it's it's an honor that he wears the red and white. Mm-hmm. And like even if it's like in the in the Greek league where I think he can contribute and play a role to help us, it's an honor like to have have a player like that playing for us. Um and you know, the second goal as well, even Zolakis came out of the goal and he went and celebrated with the rest of the team as well. So I think that says a lot for me. What about the physio? And the physio as well, of course. No, but,
1: no, but, pretty- but that shows that he cares. The yeah. fact that he went to celebrate with the physio because the physio brought him, helped him regain fitness. He cares. He doesn't see Olympiacos as a piggy bank. He wants to play. He won over all of his teammates. And those te- and those guys, those players are not easy to win over. They all celebrate like they scored that goal. Everyone was over him. So Laikas came off his area. And then he celebrated with the physio because he he was so thankful for all the work and all the patience and all the time he dedicated on him. Guys, I know Marcelo is not the same is not the same guy we saw at Real Madrid and loved, but he cares. He loves the club. He he wants to succeed. He wants to help Oliviacos achieve their goals. He cares. So I'm willing. I'm willing to show some patience there. But we have a lot to talk about Marcelo, don't we? I mean, yeah. What, what, what more have you got for Marcelo? I mean, I mean, let's let's talk Marcelo. How do you play Marcelo right now? Because on the one hand, you got Oleg Grabchuk, who of course is everyone's favorite player. Uh, on the other hand, you got Doron Leitner, who doesn't play and is right. looks to be on his way out on loan. I mean, the guy wasn't even uh, part of a th- part of the team for the cup game. How do you play Marcelo? Marcelo needs cover at left back. He's not the yeah. same guy as, that he used to be. Do you play three center backs? Do you put another number six, Yadiesa Maseku, who yeah. is basically a, a, a Ferrari we've just abandoned in the garage and never, ever take out for some for reasons I cannot understand or fathom? Do you play him as a left winger and have a left back behind him to cover for him? What do you do with him? How do you play him?
2: That's the point that I alluded to earlier, Costa. I think that you have to play somebody that can cover him. I don't know what instructions Kasami had today, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like somebody... There wasn't anyone covering. Retos, what was happening today was that Marcelo was far up the field, Biel was far up the field, the two players on the left, Kasami was far up the field, and then you know the, the attacks were coming down the left side, and Retos was pulling out to the left... And so it was Doi, sometimes yeah. was, sometimes wasn't. And there was just huge gaps in the middle for players to cut in from, from the centre or from the other side. And, you know, we were all over the shop. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky to go into the half at 1-1. Like, we we had chances to score in the first half. Costa Fortunis missed a, mm-hmm. an opportunity in the f- like first, second minute of the game. Bakambu missed two chances. Um but it was 1-1 going into half-time and Marios Versailles makes a block just before the end of the half. And it's an open net. Mm-hmm. It's an open net and Vrussai's got his foot to, to a strike and he could have could, could have gone into the half 2-1 down, mm-hmm. to be honest. And and all, all of the attacks that we that we conceded, they were down that left-hand side. So I think you saw when Samaseku came on for the little time that he and Marcelo were on the pitch together, he did what Kasami should have been doing. For me, for me. Again, I don't know what instructions Kasami had in the first half, but Samaseku is a clear six. He'll sit in that space and he can mop up and yeah. cover. Yeah. I don't know. That That's really an interesting thought. It's something to think about moving forward. How do we cover Marcelo's deficiency defensively when Imbom Juan is back. Do we play Mvila on the left side of the centre mid? Can he cover? I'm not sure. I think like is clearly a more mobile player, can mm-hmm. move a bit faster than 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 Jan. A very different player from Jan. You lose if you don't play Jan and Vila, you lose a lot in build up and getting the ball forward through the lines. But normally what we what we're expecting is that when Imbom Huang is ready to play again, Imbom Huang and Emri will play together. Mm-hmm. So that's to be seen. Like I think Samaseku has a role to play. Maybe maybe we'll see a 4-3-3 with a clear holding player mm-hmm. being Samaseku and maybe we've got so many options in midfield you can play you can play Samaseku as a clear 6 and play Huang and Kasami together you can play juan and villa and and Samaseku and then play with uh, you know Fortunis and uh, and and Biel as you know inverted wingers there's a lot of options, but you know that's mm-hmm. something the manager has to figure out. If we want to see Marcelo play more, if we want to see the best of him,
1: mm-hmm. well, there's a reason Marcelo stayed at Olympiacos. But if you want to play him, he needs cover. So I, I would like I would like a, three, a, a a trio in midfield, a trio mm-hmm. of Huang, Samaseko and Envila, Envila doing the build up. Samaseku doing the cleanup and Huang doing what Huang does best, like which is basically the organization, basically uh, the the Thomas rodzicki Mozart kind of role. I don't know what do you think about that trio. So you said Samaseku, Huang, and Mvila? Yes, I think
2: my my question mark there is to what extent Jan, we can get the best out of Mvila in a in a in a system where he's a little bit further forward. Because mm-hmm. I think he. I think you get the best out of him where he kind of gets the first pass from the defence and he likes to move the ball forward. Don't get me wrong. I think he can play a bit further forward. I just don't think it's his optimal position. I mean, for for Juan, there's no... I I don't need to... Do I need to say much? I mean, the the guy gets the team ticking. He's the metronome in, in the midfield. And it's interesting because I really think that... The team worked well during the mid-season camp in Spain. You can see it, like right? yeah, that you you start to see, um, after Madridismo, you start to see things happening like that. You know, things they've worked in training, chemistry, like yeah, chemistry exactly, like um, ball movement and just. It's funny because we were today we found ourselves complaining about the defence. When the entire first half of the season, we were complaining about how poor we were attacking, like getting the ball forward, creating. Like Our XG must have been, I still need to ask Ari this, like way below like 1.2 or something. Like it was like the first half of the season was hard to watch. Hardly entertaining. Yep. Today yep. we were entertained. Yes. Like it was an entertaining game. A little bit like, yep. oh my God, like every time they went on the attack on a counter, but... Us getting the ball forward, it could have been five or six today. Easily, easily, could have been five or six for us. It could have ended six three or six four today. yeah, yeah. that it was that kind of game. So, um I'm interested to see how Huang, uh, how Huang's chemistry will, um uh, what chemistry he he can develop with a player like Fortunis. A player like you mm-hmm. uh, know, like, because that wasn't there in the first half of the season. I think like you obviously saw how you know, the quality that Inbam had the first half of the season, but the team was just it wasn't a team. And now it look it's it looks more like a team. Things are happening on the pitch. The players are starting to see things before they happen. Um, and. Yeah, no, I, I think it's something we could see, Costa, that combination that you mentioned of Envila, Juan, uh, and, and Samaseku. We haven't seen much of Samaseku at the six, maybe two or three games, but I don't think he started one
1: game. Started one yeah, game. Why, though? I mean, having Samaseku not playing him, it's like having Labro take an oath of silence. It's just, it it doesn't work, and nobody wants it. Why isn't yeah. he wor- what? Why isn't he playing? I really don't get why Samaseku hasn't been playing. I don't get I, I don't get why Samaseku is not playing more than I don't get why Leidner is not playing. This is a really good midfielder. This guy has a has a release clause of what 20 million, 15 million, what is it?
2: Uh, it's like 15 million I think, yeah.
1: This guy is this, this guy has talent. This guy has prospect. Why is he on the bench? Why is he an afterthought in this team? In this Olympiacos team, one of the worst Olympiacos teams we've seen since the Petr Nakhroňa. Why? I don't get it. He needs to play more. We need to find a way to bring him in uh, to this team, and he could help with the whole Marcelo situation if you want to keep starting him, which I don't think he is. Reabchuk is coming back, in my opinion. I'll say something about Reabchuk. Say whatever you want. Go ahead, Go ahead. He was on the pitch for twenty minutes today.
2: Yeah. I don't remember him doing anything. If it was Doran, if it was Doran Leidner instead of him today, like it would be negative, probably be negative press tomorrow about him. Oh, he came on and he didn't take the opportunity. Maybe I'm being unfair on on uh, on Rabchuk. Maybe I'm being bionic.
1: Bionic Oleg is the name. Oh, I, yeah. I I think. I think that's how. I, that's I, that's the right name according to the Greek press.
2: I, I think it's a shame. Uh, a bit bit of a shame that the the situation with leidner it's a player that was wanted by rangers over the summer by the way and and other clubs across europe and we're the ones that got him we've never seen him we've never seen him he hasn't had a chance to play with the first team i don't know if he will get a chance um but i do see there are quite a few comments coming in and i do want to go to the comments get get the crowd involved Uh, again reminder guys if you're new to the show We're Gate7 International, your number one English source for all things Olympiacos by the fans, for the fans. This is an international initiative bringing together Olibiakos fans from across the world. Hit that subscribe button. There's some great content out there. If you missed the Rodine uh, scout report, another deep dive from Ari, you can go and check that out. It's available on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can go to the playlist too and check out the Scout report on Rodine. Very good work from Ari as usual. Go and check it as out. Always. Leave it a like. And if you like what you're listening to now as well, guys, uh, a like doesn't cost you anything. Hit the like button. It helps to get the episode out to more fans to get people involved in the chat etc saying that let's go to the chat and pick up some of these comments uh we were talking about samaseku look at my isdc hello mate he says i don't think samaseku can play many games there's probably a guaranteed buy option if he plays a certain
1: amount of games i i don't have any information on that Me actually too. i don't have um, a guarantee option man. i mean that would nice. make sense at least you know
2: yeah that could make sense. I don't know if Olibiagos would actually be silly enough to sign a contract whereby if he played a certain amount of matches we would have to pay 15 million. But then again there's so many things that went wrong with Olbiyagos's transfer strategy last summer that I I don't um you know I'm I could see that. Something happening. like that, like anything
1: can we happen. Could
2: see yeah. that happening. Yeah. Uh, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, TF91 says is a really good player. He should take more opportunities, but we have too many players in midfield. Who do you leave out? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what we've been talking about. Probably Bucha. Bucha Likes looks to be very far down the pecking order these days. But I have to say that there were moments in the first half where I was almost thinking, bloody hell, if he was on instead of Kasami, at least he would like provide some kind of cover. Um, speaking to Jonas's comment, I love Kasami, spirit, love, and memories, but I begged the TV to put samaseko on through the first half. Yeah. Uh Jonas, I don't know if you were if you just joined recently, but is something we touched on already like the the cover wasn't there from yeah. from Kasami uh in the first half for for Marcelo and Biel wasn't Yeah, you know, we don't <laughs> I certainly don't expect Biel to come back in and, and and cover he should Masura's would um that's somebody who we might see coming back into the team as well generally though like one of the things that I was you know the, the team's got so much depth to <laughs> now it's squad depth not bloated anymore because I think the manager has settled on 27 players including yeah. the keeper the keepers and uh and and Huang will come back into the fold uh, as a as a starter um but the others that were at the World Cup Cissé, Kunde, Kuijo Huang I don't expect them to play any role so you're basically just adding in bomb to the 27 that he took with him to Spain and then um what's his name? Abubakar Kamara is out. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there's there's so, there's good depth and firepower. There's a lot of firepower in this team.
1: Can I No, let's do comments and I'll uh I'll touch on that. Yeah, what did you not go for it? No, 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 it's just I wanted to read some stats based on our firepower firepower right now. I mean, you look at players like James Rodriguez, two goals, one assist in nine appearances in Greece. Pepiel, four goals, two assists in 10 matches in Greece. Cedric Bakambu, four goals, one assist in 10 matches. And you bring in uh, a revived Kostas Fortunis. You bring in a revived Youssef El Arabi. Both of them had a good mid-season. Hell, even Kasami had a good uh, mid-season. Bomb is coming in as well uh, from the World Cup. Uh, Marcelo is showing good signs. You know... That, that is quite an attack Olimpiacos are having right there. Quite an attack you got right there. And I, I feel like Mitzel knows he has no wingers, so might as well, you know, find a way to play Biel and James on the wings or Biel, or Biel and Fortunis in the wings and James maybe behind them or something like that. And there you go. There's your team right there. There's your attack.
2: Yeah, the, the options are endless. It's a nice conundrum for the manager to have in any case. And I think in Greece, really, you can, you can do, it's such a luxury to have those kinds of options uh, in, in Greece. I don't think any, any team in the super league has that. Yeah. It's a a reason to be as optimistic as we can be given our position in the league. Um, Ale, Alexandros, welcome back, my friend. He says, if Rodinez is offensive, him and Marcelo should be our wingers. BL, false nine, Fortunis, Offensive, midfield.
1: offensive midfielder. Yeah. I want to say so. Korean. So, a number 10. Yeah. That's a number 10, then. Okay. Uh, so, you want Fortunis on the
2: left? Both of them. Um, yeah. James on the right. Juan behind them. Envilan, Samaseku. I don't know if we'll see BL much as a false nine, mate. To be honest with you. Like, the way. The way it feels up front at the top of the pitch is that, okay, you're either going to have Bakabu or El-Arabi up front starting. I think El-Arabi is clearly, for me, number one option right now. And there's a comment earlier on from, who was it that made the comment about uh, Bakabu? I think TF91 (laughs) A few videos of him of Bakambu in the Buzukia. I haven't
1: seen them, but please send me to. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. But then again, you know, uh, it, the, 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 there's a measure in everything. I mean, you, you, the, the small doses and everything is all right. Okay. But Bakambu, like I said, like the numbers are there with him. He was denied a goal today. He had a big miss. The midseason wasn't great, I will admit. But there's a guy who has. Almost talismanic stats for Olimpiakos in after that horrible first half of the season, definitely needs to be part of the plans, and I feel like it's going to play a huge part in Olimpiakos's title bid in the second half of the season.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Now
2: I think uh, Bakabu—he, for me, he needs too many chances to put it away. You need your striker to put the to to put the ball in the back of the net, and he gets. It seems like he has two, three chances every game and maybe he scores one out of three or one out of four, maybe two in four. Uh, it's And then uh, El Arabi comes on and he gets one and he puts it away. That's what you want from your striker. And I've been a critic of El Arabi. I think he took, you know, say what you want, but he looks in good shape now and that's what's important. And he need, yep. I think he, I think he's... I think he's our starting striker right now. Mm-hmm. That's what you need from your striker. Just put the ball in the back of the net. Gets one chance, boom. That's what we bought El Arabi in for. That's what he's done so well for us over the over the past few years. So, for me, that's no discussion. In this this moment in time, I think Bakabu has a role to play, but for me, El Arabi is the number one striker now. Probably. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Jonas again Samaseku did really fit the system and I believe having him in will cover Marcelo a lot that's it that's what we've been saying um yep. today uh, look at my eyes DC says we cannot wait for the Scarpa deep dive uh, yeah well okay You're having
1: a laugh yeah that ain't happening yeah How, what do we think about the unity in this team like with all those players in the dressing room, all these years, us two, three, all of us, all, all five of us talking about uh, does anyone speak in the dressing room? Is there a voice in the dressing room? And all of a sudden, Marcelo scores a goal, and everybody everybody mobs him. There, It looks like there's unity in this team. There you is something there. There is, yeah. him, but there is, though. I mean, they, they mobbed him like... He, they mobbed him like they scored that goal, they mobbed him like that goal saved the, the future of mankind. They love the guy. It seems like there is a there is a brotherhood in there. There is something in there that everybody's on a, is on the same page. I would I would dare say everybody believes in the bid right there. I, I I don't I really liked what I saw with those two goals from Marcelo, and it's not the goals, it's the celebrations. It's,
0: it's, the, it's the, the goals are amazing. There.
1: They were amazing, but also the emotion, because you got a Marcelo, we thought he was having a lap, but in reality he cares, and his teammates care about him. and the teammates care about Oliviacos and the title bit. Which brings me to my big question, man. I am not uh, an expert on sign language, but I do know that what I, I do know what Marcelo did after he scored the first goal, and that is this and this. As far as I know, this is a C in sign language. This is an L. And I'm going to ask you, man to man, was Marcelo dedicating this goal to you? Be honest. We're going to find out anyway.
2: I mean, I, you know, somebody made a pop about Labro. So. <laughs> I bet he is. I bet he is. Labre. Don't change
1: the subject. Don't change labre. the subject. No,
2: no, 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 no. but if Labro's really vocal about Marcelo on Twitter for reasons, you know, you know whatever Labro says about, about Marcelo, I, uh, I I've always tried to not stick stick up for Marcelo. You don't need to stick up for Marcelo. Marcelo, I think I think that kind of player like at some point he's gonna give something. He's gotta give something. It's too much of a disaster for him and for Olibiagos if he didn't if he if he just not capable, you know, but no. Nah. Maybe it's Marcelo's way of saying thank you for the support.
1: To a guy whose name starts with a C and his other name starts with an L. <laughs> guys, guys. now but, uh, like, but uh, like this video if you think Marcelo dedicated this goal to Costa Levoyani. To Costa Costa Levoyani. <laughs> I don't think you're being very honest with the part. Yeah, I have,
2: to, I have to be honest, guys. I've been hiding it from you. Um, Marcelo's my BFF and, you know, he's going to be coming on the show very soon for an interview. There
1: you go. There you go. There we you
2: will go. try. We will try our very best. And that's a promise. We will try and get you player slash players from the club this year. And this is also a sort of pre-announcement. For the Gate Seven International Awards, which will come at the end of the season, don't miss that. We want to have some nice stuff for you around that time. Okay, uh, we're Gate Seven International. For those of you that are joining for the first cool. time, you can subscribe, get involved in the chat. What else have we got here? There's somebody else we need. I, I really want to talk about today. Shoot. Ah, uh, yes this guy that's a terrible photo by the way that's him after he missed the uh after he missed the first opportunity in the first half i think it was but i mean the story of this guy this season pedro martins what the hell were you thinking like i i i think that we almost lost this player on a free transfer. He was just going to sit and rot and eventually, you know, see out his contract and then end up, I don't know where. And the guy's, the guy's visibly worked. He has worked. He is fitter than I have ever seen him. I don't know about you, Costa, but I've never seen him in this shape. today. Today he won more headers than I think I've ever seen him head a ball in his career. Must have won at least more than five headers, five six headers. The guy never used to jump. Let alone win a header. He looks really. He looks in great shape. And this is a guy that has had two ACL injuries, mm-hmm. and he he drove the team forward. He pulled the strings. He he he. Put pressure on the opponents. He, there's nothing he didn't do today. That, yeah, he didn't score.
1: All but score. An incredible performance by Cosas Fortunis. I don't know if he is the uh, if, if this is the best uh, uh, if he is the most fit we've ever seen him. But absolutely incredible performance. Uh, Mitzel said after the game that Fortunis needed to regain his fitness, which he did. Is what Mitzel said. And I can see it. Uh, Fortunis alone is, um, is, um, is a transfer in its own right right now. As I said, like I, you got your Hames, you got your Bakambu, you got your Biel, you got your Huang, and now here comes Fortunis to add even more firepower. Incredible performance, some wonderful shots, incredible through balls, pace, positioning. And I really hope that this is also going to help him come back to the Greek national team. God knows uh, Greece could use a player like him in the Euro qualifiers against giants like the Netherlands and especially what could be our two-time world champions, France. Uh, Three-time in total, two times in a row, France. Uh, I really hope this is not a a one-time thing. Uh, A lot of question marks going forward for Olympiakos. But you know what? I feel like course Fortunis is well up for it. I think he has a he has a chip on his shoulder. He has a bone to pick. He wants to prove himself. He's not happy with uh, his omission in the first half of the season, and I feel like he does feel like uh, he want, he want, he has something to prove. So I guess let's watch this space. I'm loving it.
2: I mean, I'm it's not, no secret. I'm I'm a big Fortunis fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think there was a nice comment earlier from Baris. says Fortunis makes my heart warmer than hot chocolate. <laughs> uh, you you love to see it though, like you love to see players, Greek players, especially attacking ones, because we we rarely produce like you know attacking talent in Greek football. And when it's someone like that, like we've said it before, Fortunis is one of the most charismatic attacking. Players we, Greece has produced the last five ten years. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and he plays
2: for our club. He came out of our academy. He had to leave and come back, of course.
0: <clears throat>
2: but for a player that was so close to just you know joining our Boel on a free, or whatever, <laughs> he, I'm 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 really happy for for Olympiakos, for him for, you know it's a joy to it's a joy to watch him. Do that to a position like he did today. Like the amount of chances he created, I, I am I promise you tomorrow we'll do a stat card for Fortunis. And he played 76 minutes today, I think it was. And actually, is it is it his first start as well this season? It must be. It must be
1: his first start. I'm not sure. I need to check the, that. That game where he his family uh praised him afterwards, he came on as a sub, didn't he? Is that a way to Santeros? Yes, I think. Yeah, I think it's his first start as well. Yes, I mean this season has been so just so random. It's just impossible to remember things yeah. to be on top of things. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Huh? Uh, let me see if there are some more some more comments. Um, Hussein, our friend. Hello, my friend. Hello. He says, everyone, after a long time. What a night it was! I'm so happy to see our team is back yes sir and the next game for info is on the 21st um 21st of december that's next wednesday against yeah, us basiana away from that's home
1: first game of the second half of the season like it's crunch time now for because i'll tell you this costa like we were talking we were texting each other and olimpiacos were 2-1 ahead with Marcelo's uh wonder goal and i was telling you Olympiacos need a third. Like, yeah. Atrontos have the away goal. I'm not... Tell me, am I wrong? Like, away goals are a thing this season. No.
2: Man.
1: I No. They weren't last season, but did Epo change it again? I have no idea. I have no, no idea either. as well, my man. But anyway, like, I thought, I was telling you, like, I could see the, I could see the script uh, uh, in the return, like, if Olympiacos don't score at least a third. And then, that's when El Arabi uh, got his goal. But... uh that's exactly the kind of win Olympiacos needed not because it's a uh, it's a cup game and you need a safe score but you needed to bring that dominance at garay you needed to bring that feel the, the castle feel the uh, the temple feel the, uh, the, the, the 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 how do we call it, Ohiro. Oh, how do we call it in english Ohiro. Oh, fortress the fortress exactly you need to bring back the 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 feel of the fortress at olbiacos you're coming in you're getting twatted you're not you're walking in you're limping out You're dragging yourself out, you know. You saw teams like Freiburg, like Nantes, like goddamn Volos coming in and leaving with big smiles across everything. Hell, even Balk won. Fucking Balk won. Olympiacos needed a needed a statement victory, a a sort of "we're back" victory. That's exactly what they what they needed. Confidence is coming back, and I think I can feel it in the uh, within 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 the dressing room as well.
2: I think BL said that at the end of the match too, in the post-match comments, he was asked, uh, you know, comments after the game and he mentioned like confidence, like confidence is there and that's what they had in the second half at least. He says, like you know, we had the confidence that we can turn it around and and they did. They played 20 minutes hard and they scored three goals and, you know, game over. And I, I have a feeling we're going to do that to a lot of teams coming to the Galeskagi like, second half of the season because we just have far too much firepower up front. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scary thing is, I think there's a lot of room for improvement. I still think there's a lot of room for improvement, um, and I think you know it's really key, as you said, to get a win today for the for more confidence because you need the results. Like the results count. It was a cup game, but like for the, for the confidence and belief that things are moving in the right direction, it's really key that we got the win, and
0: mm-hmm. we have to
2: get a, we have to get a winning streak going. Everyone's talking about getting a a seven-seven game winning streak um, in this, you know, the beginning of the second half of the season, and then after, after, and then after those seven games, you know, Barcelona has to play a couple of derbies. I think they have to play Aris and they have to play Balk uh, in the first the seven games that I'm talking about. So the the gap can be reduced. And there's playoffs, and you know, you said it at the beginning of the show that this could be. Well, I think it will be one of the most exciting Greek leagues that we've seen in the past 10, 20 years, as as long as I can remember. I think the last really exciting... The, the last exciting leagues for me in Greece were the Rizupoli season. Rizopoli. Yeah, yeah. And the, the season... Yeah, and the season where Aek were really good. Uh, we beat them 4-3 at Oaka. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, those those seasons were exciting. <laughs> they went to the wire. But I mean, I, I've said this before. Like Olympiacos fans, like, do we want a bit of excitement? Do we want a bit of competition in the Greek league? Like, we've made it not we've this made much.
1: It, not this much.
2: We've we've made it really tough on ourselves this season. We've given ourselves like a massive handicap to to you know get get past. But it could well be the most topion magico protathlima ever. This one, mm-hmm. if we mm-hmm. can turn it around, it will be massive. But I will lobby my wife to go to Greece and celebrate with the team.
1: <laughs> lobby, <laughs> what a word! <laughs> <laughs> what a word for your wife. <laughs> oh, Any, anyone
2: that has a family understands, who we're getting towards okay. we're getting can towards I, the end sorry can we, i address we, a
1: couple of a couple of comments apparently we're very loud look at my eyes dc you guys were really loud i could hear you from the tv are we this loud that's good you're supposed to hear
2: what we're saying
1: i've I've had a couple of bears so i guess you know look maybe at my you need, eyes, maybe DC you has need a to point. turn the volume down like, if we're too loud
2: <laughs> does anyone know? what about okay
1: Anyone else thinks we're too loud? Let us know, and we are going to think about uh, going a little quieter. Andrea Pirlo, the wine tester Costa with a K. You always write on Twitter that we will turn the title round around, and I thought you were exaggerated. Today I believe it too. Enjoyed team spirit and hugs to Marcelo. Well, yeah, I mean I, I feel like uh, you and I, Andrea, are on the same uh, are on the same page. Uh, obviously, like I mean, I believe Olivia Kos have what it takes to turn this around. I was about to, to say, Costa, I mean, if Olibiakos managed to turn the minus 12 into a minus six by the times by the time they get to the playoffs, fucking game on, isn't it? Of course, man. Fucking but... game on right there. It's gonna be insane if they manage to do that.
2: After. It... I was it, uh, it,
1: apparently it... there's beef with Hussein. What's going on between ah.
2: Hussein and Look at My Eyes DC? Ah, Hussein,
1: Hussein was at the Karescaki and Apparently, they were loud at the Karaiskaki. I think. Ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. He could feel the glory. That I think good... Look at My Eyes DC was feeling the glory as well. They were They were both feeling the glory. We were all feeling the glory. Hussein says he was at the Karaiskaki
2: today. It was half full, but everyone was so hyped in the second half, and we could feel the glory once again. That's massive. No, that's... This comment, this comment, How, like, God, iskagi has been like like a church. That's not even the right expression. This season, it's been so quiet. But there's been nothing really to really get excited about. And of course, you're gonna go crazy when Marcelo scores a goal like that, like to make it two one. Hussein, te- uh, Hussein, if you're if you're up for it, mate. Get on the show. like I, um, I'm going to drop the link just for Hussein.
1: Just <laughs> oh, for- now everybody's going to pile in and say, hey, hi, I'm Hussein. <laughs> just just for Hussein. I'm going to drop the link. Hussein, if you're listening,
2: if you're watching, we're going to stay on another 10, 15 minutes or so. Hit the link. I want you to come on and tell us what it was like at the Gara Eskaki. I'm, having I'm inviting day, you. Please come and join us. Um. That's such a big comment, man, and it's something Labro talks about a lot, and he's right. Yeah. Oh, great! Hussein is going to join us. Fantastic. Is, um, is Labro talking about it or shouting about it? <laughs> is the atmosphere in the Gareysky like? When's the last time we really packed it out? I think, I think the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Aik game actually was was uh, was a sellout. Like the, yeah. the game was sold out, mm-hmm. but. You know, in the end, there was nothing to cheer about that game.
1: Yeah. Ike were amazing in this game. Yeah. Ike was no, very, but, very no, good. No Greek team ever played like that in the Kariskaiki. So dominant before. Never.
2: Joe had a great match. Yes, he did. Christo, I agree with you.
1: He I needs think to be loaned made... out, man. He needs to be loaned out.
2: Yeah, it... he has. To, you he you has know to. what? Like I, I noticed today, and against Nottingham Forest, a different kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. From uh, from Zolaki, I don't know. What, it's don't a friendly where, and a cup game. Yeah, but even in friendlies and cup games that he's played before, there's always been something a little bit off about him. Where I've been a bit like, mm. Mm, you know, not sure about him. But he looks a bit more certain. I don't know if it's if it's what you mentioned, like the unity in the squad and that there's more of a like camaraderie, and he's you know that that translates onto him as well, like the confidence and the feeling of like being in a family, like a football team, like a real team. But he, he made some good stops today. Yeah? Adromitos had chances, and he made a couple of really important stops. So, yeah, I, I think I think Zolakis had a good
1: performance today. He denied Robai uh, one-on-one twice. Um, that was huge. No, no, I, I, guys, I love Zolakis. I think Zolakis is a fantastic keeper. I feel like he is such an amazing Greek prospect. But because of this this position is special. The goalkeeper's position is special because only one player can play this position. You can have up to five defenders, you can have up to four midfielders. You can have hell, you can have up to four attackers, you can only have one goalkeeper. And there's already two very talented goalkeepers at Olympiakos. So needs to go and cut his teeth and gain more, gain more confidence, I would say. More that's what it is: confidence, more of it. Libon.
2: We have a special guest coming on. Ella, uh, before I bring him on, uh, TF91 says, guys, it was a good game today. Let's not be very enthusiastic. Uh, we still need a, a lot of work to do, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. That, that's uh, what we're
1: saying. That's what we're yeah. saying here. That's exactly what we're saying yeah. here. Nothing is finished. Yeah, we love li- we what we saw, but Olympiacos still have a lot of work to do. One thing we didn't t- touch a lot, and I will make this brief, is the fact that the defense and the midfield were not in sync in the first half. That's why Atromtus had, had such fatal uh, counterattacks, such lethal counterattacks. Still a lot of work, guys. Lo- loads of work in the, at the back. Hussein, what's up?
0: Uh, hello, everyone. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. man. How are you, pal? Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining the show. Of course, of course. My pleasure. My pleasure. Actually, I was about to sleep, but yeah, when I just heard the invitation, I couldn't just say no. I Thank you, we're,
2: we're, we're very eager to get your view on like the game from, you know, you were inside the stadium, yes. you were there. Like, how did you see the game and, you know, what was the atmosphere like? Can you just,
0: namaz ah. the Yes, yes, of course. First of all, when the game started, we saw Fortunes in like first 11, even with Marcelo. It was a big hype for me as well because I, I was expecting to see this for a long time. And when we started, we had some problems with defense and everything. We saw it wasn't really a thing, but after some time, we could just have some easy uh, you know, positions and everything. It was very nice. I could also have some people uh, behind me. They were talking about Marcelo. He's so slow. He cannot run back. Can you see? Kasami is always um, also, uh, he cannot, um, how can I say, run back. And he yeah. was missing a lot of uh, wing plays. So that was the thing going on between uh, between the, some guys behind me, but after Marcelo scored, they <laughs> were like, they <laughs> were <laughs> <just crazy>.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, exactly,
0: exactly, they, <laughs> they were <laughs> just crazy, they were like, he's the best, after literally one second after, everything changed, he's the best, of course, he's the quality, you see what's happening. And that, that was the po- uh, turning point, I guess, because we had a lot of expectations from these players, you know, for Tunis and Marcel and other ones, but we couldn't see so far. But it was really nice to see after like, uh, the second half started, and everyone was sitting on the first half, just gate seven was, of course, you know, they were chanting, but it was not that loud. But the second half, since we saw the, like, we, we could attack so good. It was really like a different thing for us. And everyone was so hyped. So every pass was, you know, wow. And Marcelo is doing something, wow. It was just great. And as I remember from 18th minute, I guess, 75th, uh, Gate 7 started to chant uh, our, you know, anthem Olympia. So It's like we finished the game already. We already won yeah. Yeah. And I said, OK, like, now we believe. Now everything is fine. So. It was so great. And after a while, I was in Kurskai. I think
1: we lost him. Oh, Hussein, we lost you there, buddy.
0: Maybe Hussein. Uh,
1: hey, gets am back. I back? Yeah, we, can hear, we can hear you.
0: We can hear you. Ah, yeah, Sorry. you Okay, okay. So I just want to say that it was so great to have a win like 4 1 with two goals from Marcelo. And it was a nice game, also it was a different match for me after a long time maybe i don't know two years i don't even remember how long it's been now that we had some confidence we had the team and we all know how we started this season we just kind of lost hope on everyone and the team but now we can see even three weeks uh you know break we had we could come back and i'm so happy that we have michelle and the players are really playing I, I don't know what to say I, was, it, I am so happy I was in the ex- uh, stadium today and I could just see it with my own eyes I could just, you know have the experience uh, I'm so glad really and I believe it will be all get better was yeah, that's your... what I was about to
1: ask you uh, uh, as it, when it comes to the atmosphere in the stadium uh, there was a lot of nagging in the first half of the season was very justified because that was the worst because we have seen since the Pedro Nahronia Right now, did you feel uh, that the people at the stadium, of course, it was nowhere near full capacity. Did you feel Mm -hmm. like the people at the stadium believed that the comeback was coming? Because we're not talking about any comeback. We're talking about the biggest comeback in Greek football history, if they pull it off. Olympiacos didn't win a single derby in the first half. Is there a feeling that it's it's happening? Olympiacos are
0: coming back. Okay, I can say that on the first half, there were questions. People wanted to believe but they couldn't see what they expected but on the second half yes i that i felt that so good like people start to chant they were up and you know when you're in the stadium if gate seven is chanting to other side and other side is answering it's like you know we have a synergy people are chanting so that started to happen as said, okay now we are in <laughs> all together and after i could hear everyone in the stadium even though it was half, that's what i wanted to write actually we could hear people so and also I noticed that uh how can I say all the players could also hear us so you know the tempo tempo was so high and that was really great that's what we want in Karaskaki of course this is Olympia course, like we are the best so we should be like this so yeah I found it on the second half so good
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can do this guys they can pull it off Costa, you wanted to ask a question uh, you're on mute buddy <laughs> Live TV, live TV, live <laughs> TV. Uh, you know sign language. Maybe you can give us a little bit of that. So Hussein, I'm going to ask you, did you see that CL yes. thing? Did you Did you see who he dedicated to? His family obviously
0: was on the... Yes, was that, was we the saw, yes, yes. he was actually showing the left upside of the stadium from VIP section. Uh, his family was there. So I believe he was, you know, just uh, doing to them. I guess because he wanted to score after a long time. And that's the reason he was doing that. And I guess I'm the only one at the moment.
2: Hussein, you still there?
0: I'm so here. <laughs> the whole awesome. show is
1: still there. The whole show is
0: still there. the hell.
1: Jesus, what the I hell? I guess
0: I was alone. You, you, you kept the show going, Hussein.
1: Sorry. Hussein, <laughs> you kept the show going. You're, you're an honorary member of Gate 7 International already. Hussein, there the new Gate 7 International uh, host. Announcement, kept, guys. I am honored. We've the- we got a new host. <laughs> new host, Hussein. I have no idea
2: what happened there, but both the, both the co-hosts got kicked out and Hussein was left
0: running the show.
1: <laughs> can I, you I imagine just told myself, really okay, we
0: can do it, it's fine. Fantastic. Can you imagine if
1: you said something really fucked up while we were co-
2: going? <laughs> no. You know, you know what? I
1: Professional, to- professional, absolute professional.
2: Hey, we never claim to be pro, we're just fans. This show is by the fans, for the fans. Hussein is a fan. Gosta is a fan.
1: I'm don't a fan. say that because don't say that because there are other journalists who think that we're not journalists. And I'm sorry, goddammit, it, that's not true. Yeah, thanks. Aww.
2: Uh, no, Hussein. Thanks very much, man. It's really great to like get a get a feel for you know how things are in the stadium. It's always different. Uh, we'd love to be there, of course. But no, no question
1: you... before Hussein leaves. Question before Hussein mm-hmm. leaves. That's okay. that thing. That thing, Hussein. Do
0: you do you believe that was for Costa Levoyani to my luck. <laughs> okay, I I don't think so. But we just looked, of course, when he was doing that, like where he was looking, like his family was up in the VIP over VIP. So I believe that was for them. Yeah, yeah it must
1: have been. It must have been. Yeah. I I just like to to pull. I just like to break Costas's balls. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I I don't get I don't get to talk about Tottenham that much. So I need to find other ways to do it. I need to be more creative sometimes.
2: Acid, acid in Leave Tottenham alone. Um, no, he's saying thanks for coming on, mate. Um, I, last question for you. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: did your did you have a different opinion about like we, we asked the question quite a few times on the show, like towards uh towards the end of the first half of the season. Like, do do fans think that Olly can turn it around and uh, win the league? has your opinion changed like how how far has the needle shifted for you based on what you saw today like during the friendlies do you believe
0: i can say that on the first uh period of this uh super league i can say i wanted to believe but i didn't have real hope i i just wanted to believe but i thought our team wasn't really good enough to do all the things that we wanted but what i saw today i even like uh told everyone like i believe literally we will get the cup also the league together we have to do this because we couldn't continue on european league as we all it, but we couldn't even have any points so we need to have this and this team now has it and i also uh, want to add something we don't really have all the players yet back so we still have one he didn't even play today he's still mm-hmm. come in uh, defense, we, we didn't have Socrates, we had the retros, I guess he was trying, you know, to just seem to play and everything. So it wasn't even the real team, I can say that, like, it wasn't the first two, uh, 11, from yeah. my point of view. So we can be stronger than this, and if we did this today, from now on, with all the team members together, I believe we can just go to the end. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, We've uh, still got Socrates to come back. I think that's something we didn't talk about today, actually, in terms of the analysis, because I actually think Redos and Doi, I really like having those two. Uh, I, I love the fact that they're both academy kids too. Uh, I'm a sucker. And yeah. yeah, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. Um, but I think I think you need you need experience. You need yeah. a leader at the back. You need yeah. a leader at the back, and the, the the only one we have right now is is Socrates. And when damn he, right damn right when he's fit when he has rhythm like games like three four games behind him top but like he's still top for me uh hussein you're getting lots of love mate uh, from andrea hussein to get an international podcast ah, as a transfer i am so
0: happy and honored really like i i'm watching you guys for a long time you know i also had time to uh, you know chance to actually meet labros and you know Alison in there so it was really nice so I'm happy to be here and thank you for having me also.
1: Super. Labro, the honor uh, sorry, sorry, Hussein, the honor is all ours. Uh we're very honored and pleased to have a fan like you. And uh we're gonna be doing our best to be bring the best kind of content for you and all of our fans uh in the very, very near future.
0: I am pretty sure about this, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see them.
1: Thank you, man. Kalinikta
0: Hussain. Kalinikta. Kalinita, Kalinita. Thank you, my yes. friend. <laughs> yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. That was What a lovely stay. guy. What a lovely guy.
2: Stay. Amazing guy. Shall we finish off with a uh, man of the match coach's grade and uh, leave it there? Yeah, of Quick
1: course. one. Who's your man of the match, Costa? Hey, that's Marcelo, of course. Uh, an incredible brace uh, on his first start for the team. Um... Played a big part. I mean, he scored a screamer with his bad foot. Then he kept the ball alive in the air and scored from a tight angle. Not a terrible defending and not very, and not good goalkeeping by Andreas Yagnotis, a former Olympiacos goalkeeper, but still incredible brace. Uh, he looked good moving forward, really good with the ball on his feet. Uh, I know you're going to disagree because I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to give it to Marcelo because this was such a confidence win and nobody personifies this confidence boost more than Marcelo, the biggest signing of the summer we all thought would turn out to be the biggest flop in Olympiacos history. So it has to go to Marcelo. Well, I
2: I am wearing his, you know, I'm wearing my shirt back to front and honouring him. But I, I want to give it to Fortunis today because yeah. I don't. Because I think, I mean, the only thing he didn't do today was score. I think otherwise he was really behind everything that you know, almost everything that we did, just like breaking down the defense, running around the pitch, doing things that I've never seen Fortunis do in some cases. I talked about the headers and you know, getting back, just for, for me. Like uh, yeah, of course. Like if we we asked the fans, lots of you voted. Thank you guys. Seventy four percent of fans voted for Marcelo, and uh, around uh, around fourteen voted for a sorry eighteen percent voted for Costas Fortunes. I, I think of course Marcelo is going to get the limelight from from yeah. today's game, and, and I think you you explained why perfectly uh, in terms of the you know, what it means to him, what it means to the team and the players, but the club overall. But yeah, just f- for, in, in terms of like o- overall performance today, like Fortunis for me is my choice uh, for reasons I explained. Uh, in the meantime, guys, we have asked, just before we close the show, we asked the question, we've asked it before, um, do you think we can win the league? can we win the league yes or no everyone that's in right now like and subscribe and answer the question in the vote can we win the league just i want to see the difference from the last time we were on um it looks different already like you're voting almost 80% of you believe that we can win the league almost 80% of you believe we can win the league the last time we asked the question, we've asked it a couple of other times on the show, it's been fifty-eight, fifty-five percent of you. That's quite a stark increase. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um coaches grades, I'm gonna give Michel a B plus.
1: Tonight. Ah. Why a B plus?
2: I'm not giving him an A because I don't mm-hmm. think I think the way that Marcelo was exposed in the first half was I, I don't know what's happened there. Like, I don't know if he w- were were instructions given or what kind of instructions were given. Because you know that when Marcelo's on the pitch, you need a, you need a plan to make sure that there's cover, and that wasn't there. So I think that was the that was the chink in in our armor. Um, voila. So that's why it's a B plus and it's not
1: an A. I'm going to give him an A minus. Uh, You know how I, I can be, I can be really strict on player ratings. You remember Conrad de la Fuente minus one against Volos. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that, but like I said, this was a confidence win and this had all the ingredients a confidence win has. A confidence win is very, is very shallow, A, a big score, a dominant victory, uh, your biggest signing scores two wonder goals. Your former hero comes back. Uh, your former strike uh, striking star scores. That's why I'm going to give it a, an A-. Like, Mitzel put together a team that raised uh, fans' hopes. So that's why I'm going with an A-. Nothing more than that. Maybe I'm being too kind, but I also want to give this to the team because I do believe that this team deserves a confidence boost, deserves a good day, and deserves some good words from the fans at least tonight you know you're only as good as your next game though i have to i have to point that out
2: exactly good point um reminder the, ne- the next game is the 21st of december that's yeah. next wednesday against Stus diana next wednesday yeah. uh well now that's that's pretty much bringing us to the end of the show tonight. Just, just one last yes. point.
1: I'm really sorry about this, Costa, because I know you're, uh, you have a lot of things to do, and the same goes for our wonderful fans. But I do want to take this moment uh, to say goodbye to arguably the greatest Greek sportscaster of all time, Giannis Diakogiannis, who died age 91. I had chances of meeting Giannis. Two chances, actually. The first one, I was I was very young. I was a teenager, and it didn't happen because I was quite immature. I mean, I was immature. I didn't know. I couldn't appreciate who Yanis yakoyanis was. I couldn't appreciate the opportunity, the the chance to learn from this fantastic journalist and person. The second time was very was very um, recent, but uh, Mr. yakoyanis was, you know. Uh, Not not exactly in a position to meet people. So I never got to meet Yannis Yako Yannis. That's something, that's quite a regret I have. He was an absolute legend uh, that shaped Greek radio, Greek newspapers, and Greek TV when it was at its absolute infancy. After a short stint with L'Equipe, and that's something anyone who knows me understands how much I... I admire that. A Greek journalist going abroad and thriving. He covered every World Cup from 1954 until 1998 and every Champions League final from 1969 until 2000, obviously before Champions League was renamed as Champions League in 1992. It was the European Cup or the European Winners' Cup. I remember how it was called in English. A rare talent. That combined his sports knowledge with his unmatched education and intelligence every time he called the match uh the the signature kiri is the spinitas kikiri before when he started his uh his commentary no one would watch football on tv without yako Giannis voice like that was an institution right there like yanis y- yako Giannis is is what would come out if Martin Tyler and John Motson and uh, Clive Tildesley had a baby. If if those three had a baby, it'd be Yanis Yakoyanis. A true example that every sports journalist will always look up to. And I know I will always look up to Yanis Yakoyanis. And I'm going to say there will never be another Yanis Yakoyanis. Especially now that Greek sports shows and channels prefer to uh, have singers, actors, those self-proclaimed influencers reality stars comedians and youtubers to provide analysis and punditry over talented sports journalists especially young ones who bust their asses day in and day out abroad for uh crumbs and i'm really sorry i kept you guys for this long uh rest in peace to yanis Yacoyanis and thank you for um uh, thank you for listening to me
2: Now, costa thanks very much for that uh very hot heart- heartfelt message and tribute to a great journalist there's been a lot of tributes going out there and uh, I I remember the name not so much yeah I think I think for anyone that's in the field as well particularly working in in and around press journalism uh, sports no less he's a inspirational figure so thank you for that it's been a really really great show guys uh the last thing that i want to say is i, I First of all, I can see that there are still some some new people or some uh, some other fans coming in. We're just about to close up, guys, but uh, do go do do of course go back and and listen. We talked about Marcelo. Um, this is a really nice comment from from George just joining. Marcelo should have a role somewhere up front. Track back at times doesn't have the former pace, but we're starting to see the old Marcelo again. Um, Absolutely, George. I don't know, George, about whether whether it's necessarily about getting him up further up the pitch, but we talked a lot about the need for cover yeah, if yeah. he is playing, because if he plays further up the pitch, that means that Oleg Reabchuk is probably playing at left back, and then you lose something in terms of the creativity of the team. I don't know if we'll ever see Doran Leidner playing left back and Marcelo playing in front of him. That I would actually like to see. Uh Ilias, so I think this is a new joiner. Says hello, fellas. Ilias, thank you for joining. Hi, um, Ilias. Hi, Jacob. And guys, again, yeah, we're, we're at the end of the show. I want to say thank you to everybody that showed up tonight for the live. Thank you for everyone that's tuning in uh, afterwards. Listening, it's been a really great show tonight, and the reason is, of course, it's finally great to see some some positivity and it hasn't it's been a difficult season and a lot of the shows that that we've done um you know it's just a lot a lot of negativity it's been hard to be hard to be positive but you know I think for my part at least I've always tried to look on the bright side and when we when Michel came in I said the goal we we shouldn't be talking about winning the league we should be talking about getting to December as close as we can to the top of the table That was what the the objective, the realistic objective of this team was. Um, We're at minus 12 from the top. And uh, TF91 says we can win the league. (laughs) We can win the league from minus 12, but there's a difference between being minus 12 and being minus 12 plus Baltacos.
1: I shouldn't be Uh, laughing
2: at this. I shouldn't be laughing at this. No, but this is... uh, we will. be laughing. We can do it. We can do it and... uh, it's not like we didn't do it previous seasons, even when Baltacos wasn't there. The system was against us, and we can beat the system again. I, I do believe we can do it. But let's take it one step at a time, one match at a time. Uh, but but again, guys, it's been great to feel some some positivity. Eight what's, The vote says that yeah, more than 80% of you that have voted believe that we can win the league. That's gone up from about 55%, which it was a few weeks ago or uh, around uh, a month ago so thank you again guys for uh for the positive energy keep the spirits up olibiakos is back and the next game is next week olibiakos is back baby and so so are we we're gate seven international by the fans for the fans see you next time <laughs>
1: i